Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Podmas episode three, day three of Built Like This podcast. Podmas is a seasonal holiday treat that I created to give you guys additional content for my podcast, Built Like This podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your like, your subscribe, um, membership, your Patreon ma- membership. I'm, you know, I'm claiming all of that. Thanking you in advance. And let's get into these topics here. So, Christian BBL, Christian BBL, in the name of the Lord, BBL, Jesus Christ, BBL. I mean, what else do we want to say? Um, Hamdu Hala BBL. This has been going viral for the past two days now. I've noticed it on my timeline, and I was wondering what is going on. Like, what what are you what are you what are you talking about? Um, BBL for those who may not be familiar is a Brazilian butt lift surgery that is the rave for it's been the rave for many many years now. Um, a lot of women opt in for this surgery for the purpose of looking like a particular aesthetic for having a slim waist, um, vivacious ass, um, and you know, the, the, the boobs for it. I'm sorry. You can't really see my boobs here. Cause I have the banner on the screen, but I'm sure you know what a BBL looks like by now. A lot of celebrities have it, and it's at what point it used to just be a celebrity thing, something that celebrities will only indulge in when it comes to plastic surgery, when it comes to cosmetic surgery. All of that was only something that people of celebrity would partake in. But actually, it is very normal now. Um, <laughs> a friend of a friend that you may know may have a BBL. Um, so it's very much more common than it once was. But yeah, so a BBL is very normal. Now, a Christian BBL is new. What is a Christian? I, I still don't know what it is. Um, but I found this clip after doing thorough research on this phenomenon. And let's go ahead and take a look um, if you are solely listening to this podcast, I hope you take some time to watch it on YouTube, okay? But let's get into this because I'm just, I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> Let me go ahead and share my screen and let's start this video. Get out how to tell God, thank you. Like even beyond the surgery, he still keeps me safe, sound, provided for, protected every day. Like how can I even catch up to say thank you? Besides continuing to give him praise publicly as much nonsense as I give back for it, I don't know any other way to say thank you. Now, don't get me wrong. I get there's people that are like pro-natural bodies, like don't do anything to yourself, don't give veneers, don't do this one, don't do that one, I understand. I'm not personally that person. Like, I'm here for anything that makes you look better, feel better, have more confidence, and just enjoy your life. I also get that there are people that look up to me for certain things. I hope there's other things you can find to look up, but if it's that, I should have big back and wide waist. 
hold on. <laughs> That's not what I want you to look up to me for. And whatever choices I make in my life, I beg, have your disappointment and make a decision. Do you love me? Yes or no? The surgery that I had. A lot of people have had it and they did not wake up, but God woke me up and it's been six weeks and I'm healing so well. And I have still not figured out how to tell God, thank you. Okay, let's pause right there. <laughs> so I hope that audio came out crisp for that. Um, and you got that, you got that audio. So, and if you're watching, of course, I hope you saw the video just fine. Um, yeah, so a Christian BBL, a Christian BBL, that is what people are getting now. It's like, I don't know if it's like a phenomenon. I think she's just being funny here. Um, but she clearly did get a BBL according to what she said. And she added the word Christian behind BBL to sanctify it, to make it more than just a BBL, you know, one that we are familiar with when it comes to, you know, people deciding to augment their body for whatever reason and putting Christian behind it provides this meaning of, Hey, I'm doing it for the Lord. I'm not doing it for vanity reasons. I'm not doing it to be, um, you know, vain to be uh, egotistical or conceited in any way. I am doing it for the Lord. Um, she gives praise to the Lord, as you could hear and see that she's praising the Lord for getting her up and having a peaceful recovery in the past six weeks that it takes to recover from that surgery. And I feel like, you know, it, it is, it's pretty disturbing now that this is just common folk, right? This is common for many women to go under the knife for something that is more of a trend than it is um, something that you actually could like last in. And what I mean by that is when you think about now, there's this new trend of being on Ozempic. And Ozempic is supposed to, is initially for those with diabetes. But nowadays, a lot of people are using it for weight loss purposes. And they may say the excuse of, well, I've been struggling with weight for so long. Um, no matter what I do, nothing works. So I decided to get on Ozempic and it's been working. But the flip side to it is you experience a lot of gastrointestinal issues, especially if you're someone who already suffers from something like that, it's probably not a good idea to get on Ozempic for those reasons um, in particular. But I bring that up to say beauty is always changing, right? Um, in society, society's standards specifically. So society's standard of beauty is always changing. It's a revolving door. What once was pretty and attractive 20 years ago is no longer, but give it another 10, maybe even five years from now, things will start to go back to how they were. Things are constantly revolving and you find yourself repeating the, the fashion sense that you had or the beauty sense that you had from 10, 15 years ago. So 
putting yourself at risk to go under to, to go in surgery under the knife to put your life at risk to possibly not make it just for vanity reasons just for well i just want to look good i just want to feel good but what happens five years from now when you realize oh i don't like how i look anymore i look like an ant i look like a clown now right um because now you're trying to match and meet the new beauty standard that is in that is um pushed in our society which is again going to be just something regurgitated from the past so nothing is really lasting until you realize, okay, no, how about me as I am is enough? Or if you're someone who would like to lose weight, how about doing it in a manner that is ethical and safe and healthy, changing your diet, adding exercise to your daily routine? These are things that you could implement on a daily basis, making it a lifestyle change. So when we opt for these quick fixes, these overnight fixes, or this six-week recovery fix, it doesn't always guarantee your, your confidence or your idea of feeling beautiful about yourself, especially if you are basing your beauty on society and what society says is beautiful. Because now we see Kim Kardashian, she's a white woman again. <laughs> she is skinny, skinny, thin. You know, she is a white woman again. Um, but just maybe seven, 10 years ago, she was thicker and vivacious and there was meat on her bones. Not to say she was bigger, in not to say she was fat, I'm trying to say fat in a politically correct way, but this is a impulse in is a non-political or incorrect politically whatever podcast that we have. So let me just be very clear. Um, she was she wasn't fat, she wasn't fat, but she was bigger, she was thicker, she was more vivacious, whatever. Nowadays, she is very, very slim. Same for Chloe Kardashian. I don't know what who is 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 that Chloe in there? Hello. Chloe, are you in there? Chloe Kardashian, are you in there? Like, she looks like an AI. Like, some of these people, I swear they're not real. Matt Rife, I don't believe he's a real person, y'all. I know he's been on podcasts. Like, he's been touring different podcasts and been guests. And, like, it's, you could paint, you could make the argument, oh, he's a physical guest on this podcast. Is he? <laughs> Is he now? Um, I don't know, but I actually saw, speaking of Matt Rife, I, so Matt Rife is a comedian for, um, some of my listeners who may not be familiar. He's a comedian that's been getting a lot of exposure and virality lately for his good looks and the fact that he's a stand-up comedian and stand-up comedians don't typically get painted this, um, handsome adjective painted on them. Like they don't, when you think of a stand-up comic, you think of like a dork, like a Chris Rock. And I'm going to say Chris Rock is not, not handsome, but he's like more like, you know, he does that. You know, what I'm if you're watching, you know what I'm doing right now. Like he appears more as a dweeb and that helps him in his stand-up comedy, you know, that helps him to gain more laughs. 
But for Matt Rive, who is this young, frat boy-looking, um, nice teeth, jawline, crisp, for him to look like that and be a stand-up comic is like, wait, Isaac, who's this guy? Who's this model on, you know, on stage giving jokes? But I saw a picture. Now, this picture may be augmented because apparently Matt Rife went, like, he got in the comments and he's like, oh, I could sue you for something. But the pictures don't look fake, y'all. It really doesn't. I think um, maybe he's, like, trying to argue against one of the things that was said in a caption of that photo. But the photo is basically a side-by-side of Matt Rife um, prior to this alleged cosmetic surgery that he got, this facial cosmetic surgery to him now, right? So again, now he has this jawline that's strong and chiseled. Um, but prior to his alleged surgery, his face was just like, like he had chubby face, I think I don't know if it was too chubby, but it wasn't as chisel in his jawline, you know, like a superhero type of chisel look. Um, his teeth wasn't straight and white and crisp as it looks now. Instead, it was um, just like gapped in between and it just wasn't as handsome and attractive as it is now. What else? It, it's like everything was just like off. Everything was just fr- freaking off. But him now is totally different. So that's the alleged, that's the rumor that he allegedly had this surgery and that helped propel him to be this attractive and engaging comic. But anyway, so with Christian BBL, to make it Christian, all you got to do is praise the Lord throughout your recovery process say that you are doing it in the name of the Lord. Um, I actually read, because I was trying to find more information about this Christian BBL situation. I read something on Twitter about how, you know, is this against the Lord? You know, is this something that should um, should Christian women do? Um, so it was very interesting, the, the conversations that was had about this. The argument could be, oh, well, what if the husband wants the wife to look a particular way? Maybe after having their kids, she wants, like, her body wasn't the way that it once was, and he wants that body back, or he wants his wife to look a certain way. And he also adds in, you know, if you don't want me to cheat, if you don't want me to go outside the marriage, then. I need you to, you know, get this BBL, bitch. <laughs> get this Christian BBL, bitch. <laughs> the name of the Lord. What? Um, so that could be the the motivation behind it and the Christian label behind it. I'm doing it to please my husband, to make sure he is getting what he needs as um make sure he's getting what he needs from me as his wife. I'm doing my wifely duties. But it's still stupid. It's still stupid because, again, society changes. And what we think is the the new it, the, the new look, the new aesthetic to aspire to, 
just give it some time, you guys. And it's not even that long of a time. Give it a few years. Things will go back to as they were. So I think ultimately what we need to do is just love our bodies as they are. And I'm not here to say don't work on yourself, right? I'm not saying, oh, just, you know, roll out of bed and look the way. I mean, sure, you could obviously look at your body and see what can you do to help yourself feel more confident. And if that's losing weight, if that's maybe changing your hair or, you know, whatever it is. But I think ultimately when you are risking your life, that I think that's where the line could be drawn just for your own sake and for the sake of your loved ones who would love for you to still be here. For the sake of that, how about finding other measures to meet the beauty needs that you would like for yourself, not based on what you see on social media, what you see in you know, from the celebrity world and all of that. Instead, find something that you feel works for you and your aesthetic and find healthy ways and ethical measures to meet that. Just my two cents. But, you know, my body, my choice, right? Whatever white feminism fed y'all. Whatever white feminism fed y'all. Okay, let's move forward. So, okay. Adina Howard. Now, when I discovered her when I was a kid, obviously when she was out, I was too young to listen to her music or too young to really know about her. I think like I was like toddler age when she came out. So I, I don't really know much about I didn't know much about her then. I discovered her. <laughs> I just I signed her to my label. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, I discovered her as I got older, but I was still like young. So I want to say in my teens, that's when I learned more about her and the songs that she had and just how freaky she was, girl. Hello. Because I will be a freak until the day. Until the day. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see what other song she has that I simply can't remember right now. So. Oh, my nasty grind. Yay, 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 yay. Nobody can do it like that's a great song. And t shirt and my panties on. <laughs> Got my t shirt and my panties. Okay, that's you no, know, it's a hit. Actually, that reminds me of City Girls because they have a song called, dang, what's it called? Something about panties on. Something like that. I think it's actually titled T shirt and panties. Let me see if I can find it real quick. This is bothering me. City girls, panties on song. <laughs> oh, panties and bra. Just panties and bra. I, okay, I guess it's a little different, but the same, the same ilk. Anyway, so uh, Adina Howard has been trending. Like she's been coming up on my timeline for quite some time now. Um, not sure why. I think she is still touring. So that's what's up. Good for her. She is actually 50 years old. And the videos that I'm seeing of her on tour, on that stage, she looks great. She looks good. With the T at the end, she looks good. Um, I'm actually really liking to see that she is taking care of herself. And she looks very well, very well. Um, I want to play this video of her talking about her husband, her ex-husband now, um, and he's an ex because she wanted sex from him every day. 
she wanted to have sex with him every day. And that led to him eventually divorcing her because he could not, he could not provide. This is, isn't this wild? He could not provide. So let me go ahead and play this video. And again, I hope you are able to listen to it just fine. Child, if it doesn't work, I'll be so annoyed, but I'll find a way to put it, put it up post if it doesn't work, but hopefully it does do less work on my end. Let me go ahead and share my screen once more and let's watch this because I find this to be quite interesting. I got married because I wanted to be able to have as much sex as I wanted to. I got married for sex only to have a borderline platonic marriage that that created a lot of tension and conflict between him and i because in his mind he was like well why do you want it so much and i'm like well why don't you man i'm gonna tell you i thought i was a freak <laughs> she's like the energizer bunny that they want it all day every day the next day if there was nine days in the week she wanted that eighth that ninth day <laughs> I need it in the morning as my, my cup of coffee, and I need it at night for my sleeping pill. But if I can get it in between morning and night, I'm like, that, that's the icing on the cake. I, I have the sex drive of a teenage boy. <laughs> and I love it. I love it. Shout out to her. Shout out to her for owning that, for being comfortable in that. I think, you know, we have to have... I think we've been having more conversations about women um, being just as um, desiring for sex as men. So that's what's up. But I found that to be very hilarious. Like, wow, the husband couldn't provide that for her. You would think it's the other way around, right? You know, oftentimes we hear the husband being the one wanting sex from the wife. And people will always get mad if, if he steps out of the the marriage because the wife is not giving him her pussy, right? Um, and we always fault him for that. Oh, that's why. That's not fair. That's not fair. And I will always be on the opposite side. I mean, call me a man, right? No, but I will always be on the opposite side. Like, you cannot not give that to your husband or not even want. Like, why would you not want to engage in that level of intimacy with your spouse? Why would you not want to? Um, and then be so surprised when he finds that elsewhere, like girl, what? Um, but I just find it to be hilarious that he thought it was too much. Now, what I heard that, what I heard from her, um, explanation here is that he, uh, no, what I heard from her explanation is that she apparently had a platonic situation with her husband, her ex-husband. Now, what <laughs> what i'm getting from that is maybe they weren't as attracted to each other as they could have been to help meet that need of sexual desire i wonder i don't want to paint the whole gay label you know how people be so quick to say oh that, that means he's gay I, look i used to be the same way saying oh if you don't want it that means he's gay no i just think some people have more of a drive than others, regardless of your gender. Um, so that could just be it. But that eventually led to them not making it in their marriage. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, imagine, imagine, imagine being a man and not wanting sex every day. That's crazy. 
Um, oh, but I, okay. Yes. Another thing I wanted to know. So in that video, she made a point that she got married to have sex, to have a lot of sex. Um, so let me read this tweet here. I think the problem is she says she got married just for sex. She's not even aware of how that sounds. So she probably didn't know how to get her needs met without making him feel like strictly an object. Okay. So that's obviously, um, someone be like, she's a sex addict. <laughs> I don't know. I thought like we'd be using the words addict too, too loose. Like how, how about just like wanting what you want? Right. And it's not to say it's, um, getting in the way like until until it gets to a point where it gets in the way of your um day-to-day tasks right maybe your addiction quote-unquote to x y and z it's getting in the way of you going to work making money bringing home income um you eating you being in contact with your loved ones like until it gets to that point then it's a cause for concern but if it's not, if you just really like something, why is it quickly labeled, oh, you're an addict? No, if I just, just, just want, you know, it's just silly. It's silly to me. Anyway, she probably, I, I think at that time in her life, especially in the time during society, it probably wasn't as welcoming for women to be sexually liberated and wanting more sex than men. So she probably felt like it was safe for her to simply get married and cool. I have this expendable man in front of me in my house every day. I'll have sex with him all the time. You know, why not? He's, he's here. He's the person I can have sex with. And maybe she wasn't at a space where society wise and just within herself to have it outside of the context of marriage. And that's totally fine. I understand that. But I, I do wonder if there ever was love in the relationship, like romantic love. And again, like she said, it was platonic. She literally said platonic. Now, if I'm describing my husband with the word platonic, mm, that says a lot. That says a lot. That So it probably was just like an easy situation to get married to this man. Um. And why not? I'm hot. You're hot. Or, you know, at the very least, we're we're merely attracted to each other. Let's and there's love there from this friendship. Let's go ahead and get married. So, you know, that's important to really try before you buy. You know, that's silly ass saying, but there's no other way to say it, really. But the point is, I think oftentimes when you have these pure these purist mindset, this puritanical mindset of, you know, if you come from a Christian background or, you know, whatever it is, and it's embedded in you to wait until marriage and yada, 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 you wait until marriage and then you realize, oh, wait, <laughs> this isn't what I thought, or this isn't what I wanted. You know, I wanted someone who can meet me where I'm at sexually, romantically, all of these things. And we're not there yet. And then the argument could be, oh, well, you guys could learn, you guys could grow. You, you know, the beauty is in growing together in that intimacy. No, it's not. <laughs> not when you're in a trap called marriage and it takes forever to get out of that trap after realizing, hey, it's not working for me. That's that's when it's not beautiful. 
you know, it's beautiful to learn and grow outside of it because you do have the option of easily leaving if the relationship is not conducive to the other person, right? So if while you're engaging, I'm strictly talking about sexy. I'm strictly talking about sex. If while you're engaging in that intercourse with the with your partner and it still isn't hitting, it's still not working. Like, let's talk about Leprechaun Bay real quick because this just triggered me real quick. Leprechaun Bay is one of my exes um, for any loose, every for any new listeners out there. So shout out to y'all for being new listeners. Thank you. He and, when we were together, we were together for like a year and some change. Um, I just was, I was never fulfilled intimately. Let's say that. Let's, cause I don't want to say too much of like sex on YouTube, just in case the algorithm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you guys know what I mean. I wasn't fulfilled at all intimately, but I felt like, okay, well, let's just like try again. <laughs> let's let's try again and again and again and again. It's still not working. It's not working. It's not working. Oh my god! It's not. Oh my god! It never worked. There was one time when, as he was down there, I was just laying there waiting. And I was trying to, you know, I was helping him out. Like, I was, you know, making myself get into it, right? So, it's a mental thing, really, when it comes to intimacy. Like, that's really what it is, a mental thing. But, I mean, you have to have the willpower to understand what you're doing and the stamina. It's all that. But, anyway, as he was down there. It was completely unfulfilling. I was like, get out. <laughs> get up, get out, and get something. Get something else. Find another man. Go go find me someone better <laughs> to bring in here so we could do the do again and I could be fulfilled. Because my God today, every time I never got off. Maybe like there was a few times when I was like, whew, praise God. <laughs> We got through it. It's, I got something from it, right? Nah. Every time, you guys, it was unfulfilling, and it was just what it was. Um, but I said to say, why did I bring that up? I bring that up because some people are just not a good match, intimately, right? Maybe you guys have great chemistry. Maybe you guys have great jokes together. Your, you know, comedy style is similar cool intimately y'all don't match that's a big ass part in the relationship and that's not okay so i see all that to say shout out to dina howard shout out to dina howard okay you guys i'll end it here thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of podmas the 12 part series that i created here in this podcast streets um i will check in with you all tomorrow thank you so much for tuning in and i'll check with you all tomorrow all right we'll see you we'll see each other again tomorrow bye <laughs>